0: This conference will now be recorded.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Jeff Rediger, and this is the Fed Resource 2020 podcast series. Our first session this year is Roth TSP Contributions versus uh, Traditional TSP contra- Contributions. This is an important subject, and we're glad this is the first one to start with. We have a special guest who is a uh, perfect. I think anyways, uh, a perfect uh, financial professional to have this discussion with. And uh, before I introduce Paul, we will be conducting um, podcast series on your benefits as federal employees, as well as any changes that come up in your benefits and retirement planning throughout the year. So make sure you uh, subscribe, you can go to fedchecklist.com subscribe to our newsletter and podcast series so you don't miss an event all right let's get it going so uh paul stalker uh is our um is our guest uh paul is a um a cpa former federal employee i'll let him get into that a little bit as well as a, a financial planner who specializes in working with federal employees And at the end of the year, Paul and I were talking about um, the Roth contribution and why it is an important piece of your retirement planning. And we felt like this would be a good um, conversation to have to start the year. So, Paul, welcome. Thanks for joining me.
0: Well, Thanks for having me.
1: Could you give us a little background on your practice and how you evolved into becoming a financial planner to public employees
0: sure long time ago I started out as an IRS agent and then became a CPA Then I did some private sector accounting and insurance sales about ten years ago I tried to find out some questions on Social Security and found out that there were no experts in my area so I became a national Social Security advisor and a certified annuity specialist then to better serve my clients I then became a retirement income certified professional and a certified retirement counselor. I believe that the more you know, the better you can serve your clients.
1: Well, we're glad that you took some time today. Uh, at the end, uh, for those of you attending, uh, there will be uh, information on how to get uh, hold of Paul or myself uh, for any follow-up. So hang on till the end there. Um, all right, so we're talking about the Roth, and um, you and I have had this discussion before, the, uh, the TSP Investment Board of Directors who makes the decisions for TSP uh, allocation, funds, uh, contribution levels, all that. That board, um, in 2016, did a survey of employees participating in the... TSP, and they found out only 8% of employees were contributing to the Roth. Why do you think, um, Paul, that there aren't more federal employees making that part of their uh, retirement savings?
0: Well, I think this is an area that Fed Resource plays a key role in presenting the federal employees with the education needed to make an informed decision.
1: Well, let's elaborate on that a little bit then. So, you're saying that uh, you believe that federal employees should be taking advantage of the Roth, correct?
0: I think that all the employees who do a TSP should be doing a Roth TSP.
1: Well, that means 92% of them aren't.
0: That's right. And hopefully, with Fed Resource, they're going to see why they should be.
1: All right. Well, let's get into the details then. Some of you. to view if you're joining us through YouTube or our webinar series Uh, those listening in we can get you a copy of this uh, the video portion of this but uh, how did you come to that conclusion let's let's look at the details
0: well we did a comparison as to what would have occurred if a 35 year old started working in 1989 making fifty thousand dollars a year and assuming a 1.5 call increase every year and contributing five percent of his salary through age 66 we further assume that both his five percent and the matching five percent were invested in the C fund and that the employee currently is in the 20% tax bracket so during this period of time the employee would have contributed hundred and one thousand seven hundred twenty one dollars and saved $2,044 in taxes if he contributed to the traditional TSP. At the beginning of age 67 after all the ups and downs in the market in the C fund the employee would have 1.203 million dollars in his C account assuming they cash in the TSP they would owe two hundred and forty thousand dollars in taxes that's because they also have to pay tax on all the earnings that occurred in the fund and just not their contribution portion When consulting as a CPA, we used to always assume that the taxpayer would be in a lower tax bracket at retirement than the one they were in currently, and to put as much as possible into the tax deduction currently. Since the tax rates are currently the lowest they've ever been, there's a good possibility they take that they could be in a higher tax bracket when they have retirement. So when you go through here, you can see when we break everything down between the contributions and the matching contributions, that if you were in a Roth, half of that 1.203 would be in a Roth and the other half would be in the contribution balance that the federal government matched your 5%. So half of that, if it's in the Roth, only half of that 1.2 would be taxable. If it was all in the traditional, all 1.23 would be taxable. So I don't see a good reason why anybody should not be in the Roth. Now, some people would still want to take the tax deduction because, right. you know, I want to save on my taxes now. Well, when you're 35, you have no idea how retirement will be. We've consulted with both younger employees and retired employees. And during retirement, you are usually on a fixed income. It is a lot easier to absorb the taxes on your current contribution during your prime earning years than it will be to absorb higher amounts of taxes when you're in a fixed income in your retirement years some will say well I will definitely be in a lower tax bracket they do not realize that upon retirement the 35 year old will have close to if not more than his current adjusted gross income when you include the federal pension the Social Security and a reasonable TSP withdrawal under the current tax rates you'd have to they'd have to be at least double of what your retirement tax would, would be for you not to go into Roth and this, this is just not for a 35 year old this would be for any age I can't think of one scenario where it would be not pay not to go into the Roth compared to the traditional especially once you have retirement
1: So they should request, go go to their TSP um, account and change that contribution. Yes. That's a pretty powerful statement considering only 8% are currently doing this. Now this goes back to 2016. Maybe that's gone up, but I agree. I think uh, that diversification um, is just as important, if not more important than what, you know, what fund they choose
0: well and i i think the only reason they've done this because they just didn't know any better they weren't informed as far as how much it's going to cost them in the future so if you look at this you've contributed hundred and one thousand dollars. 101 000 you're going to have 1.203 if the c fund performed the exact same way over 31 years the question is how much tax do you want to pay
1: well and uh I mean, just let's let's be honest. Look at the current situation with a uh, with a federal uh, government, 22 trillion in debt. They're going to need additional revenue sources in the traditional contributions, not just in the TSP, but 401k and 403b are going to be prime targets. Yes. Yes. So that's powerful information and. This is one of two series. We're going to be back um, getting into uh, risk reward on the TSP with Paul. But uh, for those of you that would like more information on uh, the TSP and Roth and anything on your retirement, uh, please go to fedchecklist.com. That's www.fedchecklist.com. You can request a retirement consultation there. You can uh, put questions in that you have for Paul or I, and um, there's some there's some uh, handouts and there's a downloadable retirement report that you can get uh, for attending this this session. You can also get a hold of us at 888-545-8840, 888-545-8840, And you can leave questions in our voicemail and we will get back to you and uh, then you can get access to Paul and he can help you. So, uh, Paul, uh, great information. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And this wraps up the first podcast episode of the year. Uh, Look for session number two on one of the channels and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss uh, a newsletter or any of the upcoming sessions that we do in 2020. This concludes our session today. Uh, Thank everybody for attending and we look forward to hearing from you. Thank you very much.